two senseis and a casual. What's up, everybody? This is another episode of Two Hip Hop Senseis and a Casual. And Drew, I want you to do something different, man. I want you to fade in. I'm not even going to play the song. I want you to fade in while I'm talking. I want you to just play Mini Man with, with 50. And, like, just just know that's, like, my theme for this entire week. Like, and for anybody listening, like, if if you got some some bullshit that's been happening to you, usually I got Gerard to be my angry translator, but, like, I'm going to be that angry <laughs> translator today. So if your job is on your back and you want to say fuck your job, but you don't, you can't say it, I'm going to say it for you. Like, if you got some <laughs> friends, some, some family members that's getting on your nerves and you want to say fuck your friends or family, I'm going to say that shit for you this week. Like, I... That's the type of time we own this week because it's been a long week. So, without further ado, I'm going to pass to who's next. But that's, that's Drew, I need you to, like, just that 50 mini man. I want you to be like, he got hit like I got hit, but he ain't fucking breathing. I- around, comes around. I'm going to shot me three weeks later. He got shot down. Now it's clear that I'm here for a real reason because he got hit like I got hit, but he ain't fucking breathing. Mini man. Many, 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 many. I need you to make sure you play that part for me because that's that's many. the type of shit I'm on today. That's the type of shit I'm on today. How y'all how y'all doing? I thought y'all I thought doing? you wanted I thought I thought you wanted the uh, death gotta be easy because life is hard. It'll leave you physically, mentally, emotionally scarred. Life is hard. I want all that shit. Whatever, however, you, and if if hey, if 50, 50 was to come across and sue us, we got an LLC. We ain't making shit yet, so hey, he gonna have to. Hey, I know fifty will find a way, but that's that's what we on today. That's what we on today. Oh well, um, hey guys, I wasn't coming as aggressive. I just been hearing this song <laughs> on uh, social media. So, oh yeah. By the way, my name is Gerard. Again, my name is Gerard. One more fucking time. My name is Gerard. Okay. Boo. That's kind of aggressive to me. That's, that's kind of that's nah, aggressive to me. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. My name is Gerard. That's all I'm saying. That's really all I'm saying. But uh, here go the song that I was going to play. I've been hearing it all on social media. And I love it. Foxy Brown, man. Damn, I don't think I can come with any heat like you guys got, but <laughs> I'm Drew, A Day the Name, and B, you were talking about like our dreams and everything. Honestly, I think I have a new passion. I think I want to be in the league after the way I was shooting today. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! <laughs> 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 Let's hear more about that. Tell me, tell me a little God. bit about that before we before we go further. I think Will just knows how I play, so every time I just make a little cut, he'll swing it to me on the dime, and just that that rhythm. Every time I get it, catch and shoot. Uh, I made a mistake. I made a fatal mistake. I put the ball on the ground and got it ripped, and then they stole it for a game winner. But that's fine. Mm. But then the next play, right after next game, just nine in a row, nine in a row, baby. Oh so, my! You know, I think I'm going to be in the league. That's my, I'm going to be like that 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 rookie for the Knicks. Before we go any further, I want everybody to take a few seconds, if you haven't, to please leave us a review, uh, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor. Um, you probably won't, but again, you know, I, I, I want to kindly ask you, um, also all of our links are in one spot, uh, shout out to Gerard and Linktree. Uh, we now are on YouTube. So again, be sure to type in T W O for the two 
hip-hop senseis and the casual, um, or don't, because, you know, again, we've been a- asking kindly, and, you know, some of you have done it, so thank you to everybody out there that has. Uh, and then lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram, at 2 hop senseis period A, period casual. Um, our Instagram names, I'm bweezy underscore taught you. Um, Drew, I'm sure, is at A-Day the name, right? Um, yep. So A D A Y D A N A M E, and then Gerard, mm-hmm. your Instagram is JB since eighty eight, J A Y B S I N C E eight eight, and then my Twitter is at B underscore man ten eighteen. Uh, Drew's Twitter is all eight eight all eight eight name, and then Gerard JB since eighty eight, all JB since eighty eight. So. Um, again, please, we appreciate all the love and support. So, again, leave us reviews, tag us in posts, um, send us DMs, whatever you want to, you know, whichever way you feel best to communicate with us. We appreciate all of the love and support. If you're really loyal and you fuck with the podcast, be sure to tell, tell your, your friends, friends to tell their friends to listen friends. to us. Check us out. We can be friends. <laughs> oh, we also have a QR code, so we can send you that. Not a, Not a problem at all. I had some bars here, and it kind of sums up my week. And I said, uh, yeah, yeah, ducked a lot of spiteful moves. I was an angry youth when I was writing views. Saw a side of myself that I just never knew. I'll probably self-destruct if I ever, if I ever lose, but I never do. So shout out to my goal, Drake, because, man, spitting the realest, most accurate, relatable bars for everything. And without further ado, man, I wanted to ask y'all, do y'all have any questions about the long week that I've had. I posted about it on social media. Um, so, yeah, any questions that y'all have, I I will answer. Yeah, what happened to getting a Telluride? That was the last I heard. Next thing you know, I know you get the Tahoe. Uh, the Telluride is expensive. Good question. <laughs> he, was, he was talking about it before when I saw him at Ball a few weeks ago. So, my, so the vehicle I have, I, this isn't a flex, but I know Drew probably had a siren like it's Valenny, but... The vehicle I have isn't isn't cheap. It's expensive <laughs> in itself. I didn't get the Telluride because essentially uh, the brand never had the microchip shortage. So I went to dealerships and the mm. dealerships was charging five thousand on top of sticker price. On stop, excuse me, five thousand on top of sticker price. So I, I either that or I couldn't find the color. Or when I found the color, you know they were charging extra. So. Or I had to order it and then do the whole ordering process. I just how I ended up buying the Tahoe. I had a long week and uh, it was a day where I decided to unplug. So I left my phone at home and just took a drive, took my drive and wound up at the dealership and just was telling them, you know, um, I actually the the day before I or early in the week. So Monday night I was I was helping Derez with some stuff. He had to take a trailer and all types of stuff. So anyway, um, we were talking about Mark LT. And for anybody that knows me, I've always loved the Mark LT truck. It's a beautiful truck. Googled it and found one with low miles. So my goal when going to the dealership, when I unplugged, I was going to ask the dealership if they could buy that truck from the dealer I found it at, and I buy it from them. So that led to me. That's how I met the pre-owned sales manager, Mike. So shout out to my guy, Mike. Um, I was trying to get – I, I won't say his title. I was trying to get my guy Greg, but he had left for the day. Um, so 
he was calling him and whatnot. He said, I have a vehicle out there because um, I'm looking for like a bigger SUV. And it was a, I think it was a Tahoe, but it was like a 2012, I think, but it had 200,000 miles. And I'm like, oh, that's too many miles for me. So then I'm working with my salesman too, uh, Bobby. So shout out to my guy, Bobby. So while I'm out there taking a look, I'm like, oh, this, I don't really feeling this. So he's like, we have two vehicles down there. And the vehicle he points at, one is the Tahoe I have now, and the other one is the XT6. So, I mean, both really nice-looking vehicles. But when I saw the Tahoe and he had to go get the keys, I'm, like, looking inside of it. I'm like, this is nice. Like, it's only two rows, but it's still high up. And I'm, like, just looking at it. I'm like, okay, I could kind of make this work. So I start asking questions and looking at it, and I'm just thinking in my head, like, okay, so he tells me I could take a test drive. So I'm like, all right. So I get in the car and, you know, go on the freeway and, you know, tested it. Like, you're supposed to test the vehicle, right? So when I'm driving, it just felt like I was driving on a cloud, man. And Floating it was just, that bitch. <laughs> it just – it literally was floating. It felt <laughs> like I was on a cloud. So – and then I tried to catch my dad at the barber shop, but he had left a little bit early, so – I went back to the dealership. I'm like, no, nah, I actually really like it. You know, a lot of times when you're negotiating, you're supposed to be like, it was okay, but I fucked that. I'm like, no, nah, I really like this. Like, I'm going to figure out a way to get it. So I leave and text my cousin Joyce in. I text my mom. I text my dad. And I said, look, I want to surprise y'all, but I can't tell y'all too much. I just need y'all to be ready. So, you know, I text my cousin Joyce in and, and my dad and my mom. So the next day, I go to the dealership um, and – I think they like, they pulled my credit, and my credit was, like, jacked, like, terrible um, to the point where I was so embarrassed. I was, like, apologizing to them. I'm like, I'm sorry for wasting your time. Like, please don't hold the vehicle for me no more. Like, I don't – just, like, give it to somebody else. Like, I don't, I don't deserve this, basically. Like, I'm, like, embarrassed. And to take a step back <laughs> for those worthy. that don't – Literally. <laughs> so, to take a step back, I'm in there looking like a fool because, like, now I'm trying to, like, just – I'm trying to figure out a way to where I could pay my mortgage because my cousin that fucked me over. So like, he just kept he kept making promises and like, it was it was red flags. But again, he is family. I'm like trying to like, but I'm wondering the reason why I got like the LLC expedited was so that he could like pay me and we could do stuff like smoothly. But again, you know, lessons learned. I mm-hmm. y'all can ask me questions about that, but I'm just in there looking stupid. So now I'm like having to ask my mom if she can, you know, help me, uh, give me money to, to cover my mortgage. My dad, uh, I knew he was, I told him not to, cause I wanted to figure it out on my own, but I went to him on Monday and I actually went to him. I, I, I turned into a kid. Like I went to him and was like, I'm like, Dad, I'm, ti- I'm tired, man. Like, I don't see how people do it. Like, and again, I don't like calling myself a leader, but, like, just for the purpose of the story, I'm like, I don't see how people do, like, these leadership positions. Like, I don't see how uh, Barack Obama, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, like, they did this shit for years, and I've been doing this for, like, maybe six months. Like, I'm tired. There's just some days where, like, I don't want to set up a hoop run. Like, you know, with the podcast, like, sometimes, and, you know, this is no shade to y'all. It's like sometimes I just, if something goes wrong, I don't want to have to, like, nah, fuck step that. up and reach out to anybody. I'm, like. always, I'm already taking offense because I see where you're going with this. Nah, fuck that. Nah, say nah, keep going. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm like, nah, you're no, good, case, brother. Bro. I'm just like, no, I'm like, dad, I'm tired. Like, I'm like, everybody reaching out to me. I'm like, I, I just, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, basically about to start crying. So my dad gave me a pep talk and I tell him about my mortgage situation and getting fucked over and, 
before I leave, my dad writes me a check for five hundred dollars. He's like, "Here, man, like, you know, just take this, put this in your account." So I'm like, "Shit, don't cry, you thug." So I didn't cry. So I left there and put it in my account. But this is a long-winded story, but y'all stay with me. But all in all, like, the reason why I was so mad by my cousin like screwing me over, I like I reached out to this nigga on um, Father's Day. When leaving my house and like show him the video of me gifting my dad the, that jersey, I'm like, man, I'm just so you know I'm thankful for this new opportunity you've given me. Like I told him about my health situation, told him about wanting to retire my dad. Like told this man I loved him, looked up to him when I was a kid. Like all this shit, right? So think about all that stuff, and then you realize, or another relative, I'm not gonna give all the information, but like basically you learn he's a con artist and he's been like scamming you for like since I've been working for him since, like, May. And I know there's people out there that's like, well, can you sue him? Like, I've had friends be like, hey, at a certain point, I I don't, and I still don't, I don't want money from him. Like, at a certain point, um, I mean, I've told y'all, but there's certain things I don't want to say because we're on, like, podcasts and whatnot, but, like, I, if anybody's seen American Gangster or Frank Lucas, like, that's the type of time I was on, the scene with him and Ibrahim Elba, like, I got all his fucking information. Y'all know it ain't nothing for me to hop on a flight and, like, take a spur-of-the-moment trip. So, thankfully, I'm talking to my mom, and I'm telling her, like, and I had to explain to my mom, like, mom, I say certain things, but I feel like because I'm your little baby, like, maybe you don't think I'm, like, being serious. But, like, when I told her I wanted to, like, Frank Frank Lucas's ass, like, I meant that shit. When I told y'all in the chat, I meant that shit. Like, Again, I have to reiterate, like, none of this is a facade. Like, anything I say on a podcast, I send a message to my uncle and let him know, like, please don't have, like, I know you're going to see this. I said, uh, please, you know, don't have my cousin and his wife, uh, you know, contact me. Like, again, like, they fuck with the wrong one. I'm like, I, I, like, I was on the phone with my mom one time, on the phone with my cousin, and my mom walked in the house, and, like, I'm telling her I'm talking to him. And he's, like, promising to fly us out to uh, this wedding that's in September. Like, all these promises, right? So, like, not only did you fuck me over, like, like you talking to my mom. Like, I didn't talk to you about my dad. Like, all of this shit. So, like, thankfully, I feel better about it now. And everything I'm saying, I've discussed it with Larry. I've discussed it with y'all. I'm in a much better place. I got sleep. Like, but no, like, I wanted to Frank Lucas him, like, for real. So, all of this happened, uh, this, this made the vehicle situation awkward, but long story short, when I test drove the vehicle and told my mom, dad, and my cousin, like, I was going the next day, I learned when they pulled my credit, my interest rate was high as fuck, like, my payment would have been, like, in the high, like, close to $900 a month, so I'm like, yeah, I can't do that again, like, don't hold this vehicle for me, and they're like, we'll give you, they're like, you know, um... We're going to look into some options. They were working with me way more. So, again, shout out to my guy, Mike, Bobby, uh, Greg. If you need a vehicle, like, please visit Sierra Chevrolet of Southfield. They'll look out for you. Tell them I sent you. They aren't Jesus, though. Like I said in my post, like, if your credit is shot, I just happen to have the juice, humbly. But, like, it, they can't they can't make no miracles happen. They can't turn water into wine. So, just remember that. If you're going to go there, don't make me look bad. But, anyway, so I go into my bank the next day. So, this was <laughs> Friday Friday, I think. Yes, Friday. I go into my bank, and I just happen to see my dad, but I go and talk to 
my guy, and I want to make sure I get his name right, so forgive me. So I go in the office. His name is Daniel. He's a member service specialist, just became, I think, an assistant manager. That was like his first time working alone. So, And he used to work at a dealership. So I go in there, and I'm ready to beg, like keep sweat. I'm like, yo, man, they told me I either need a strong co-signer or I need some money down uh, for like a big-ass down deposit. So he's like, actually, I was going in there for a personal loan. So he's like, actually, if you get an auto loan, it'll be uh, the interest rate will be way better. So I start, you know, it gives my information and stuff. Long story long. Uh, the interest rate I got went from 18, almost 19%. I was able to lock in an 8% rate uh, working with my guy. And, you know, I have, um, what is it, gap coverage. So if I ever had to go to the hospital again, which is also my biggest fear. I don't fear fucking death. I don't fear losing my job, losing my house. I fear death, losing my mom and dad or immediate family or friends. But, like, that's all I fear. So on top of all of this, I'm still dealing with the hernia uh, which I found out was called, mm. sorry, this is, this is a lot, but, uh, I'm going to explain this shit today. So what I have is called a lot better than last time though. I feel a Drew. I feel a lot. Everything feel a lot better. I, I know it's ladies that, that's listening. <laughs> I don't want to get everything feel a lot better. You got a lot of shit off your chest. Got a lot of shit <laughs> off my chest. Um, and, and what I have is called epididymitis. So essentially, it's the inflammation. I'm reading it straight off of Google. It's inflammation of the tube at the back of the testicle that stores and carries sperm. So it's often caused by bacterial mm. or STDs. But again, if y'all remember when I explained on the 4 a.m. in Vegas, when I had the first pain that I had, it was exactly like this. And the assumption was I had an STD. So again, imagine having all this shit happen, and it's like you're doing a repeat of everything that you went through health-wise while you also have PTSD. So I explained to my mom, like, Mom, I wake up in the middle of the night at, like, 1, 2, 3 in the morning and, like, a sweat, like, panic at the dreams or thought of, again, having to go back to the hospital. Like, that's my biggest fucking fear. And I'm going through all of this shit. I'm having the hernia. I had to get an ultrasound on my 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 male region like so during all of this like whenever i got into this place where like the, my biggest fear i had to like face it i would close my eyes and then i realized when i was typing my notes for the show my dad used to say whenever you get like upset or you get triggered or you you know you want to like calm yourself down close your eyes and think of like being somewhere extremely calm so like a beach or something so unknowingly when I was at the ultrasound and had my eyes closed, that's what I was doing. Or when I was at the doctor's office and had my eyes closed because I was damn near about to have a panic attack, that's what I would do. So I was able to calm myself down. And for those that saw my social media posts when I'm talking about having a uh, panic attack, like, that shit was real. Like, again, none of this is a facade. Like, I, I, I'm too honest if, if I'm going to be real. Like, so all in all, I was able to get a great rate. I'm paying less than what I was. I got the Tahoe all on my own. Um, I named it Big Zaddy, so that's my nickname. Y'all can let me know if it's corny or if y'all feeling it. Like, I love that name. But, yeah, like, everything I've said, like, this has been the longest week ever. Like, on top of that, I went to watch Aiden's basketball game. So we'll talk about that later. Like, but, yeah, sorry, Drew. That was a long-ass answer to your question, but that was I my got, week. I got, some, I got some questions. I got some questions. Yes, sir. I got some questions. Yes, sir. All right, so – Question number one, are you going to stop buying prostitutes in Vegas? Oh. That's question number one. 
Drew, the thing is, I I haven't even done it. You would think all this shit I done went through, like, no, nah, I I haven't done it. Listen, listen, this 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 is this is a yes or no question, bro. This is a, this is a yes or no, okay. Uh, my answer to that, Gerard, is a famous no. quote okay, by Rasheed cool. Wallace. Um, <laughs> both both teams play hard because I have not done it. But <laughs> let's, let's move on. <laughs> let's okay. Let's move on. <laughs> question number two. Hi. Yes, sir. <laughs> question number two. <laughs> okay. Come on. Take this seriously, all right? What type of you think? All right, listen. Question number two. How high did they lift your legs for the ultrasound? All right. <laughs> So funny story. They didn't lift my one of those. He had one of those pregnancy things. They didn't. They didn't lift. They didn't lift my legs at all. Uh, they didn't lift my legs at all. So what? I I want to answer it, Mom. And please listen. Like if y'all need to skip ahead, but like, um, oh goodness, I'd pay Uh, to see that image. So. So they they so um so at the doctor's office. So what's crazy is everybody I was like dealing with was a woman. So all any any thoughts any thoughts y'all think as a man crossed my mind. But like I'm in pain, but at the same time, whatever question, whatever thought or question y'all have regarding this situation, yes, whatever, everything crossed in my mind on top of trying not to have a panic attack. But uh, in my doctor's office, I had like this little uh, sheet. I had to unrobe and then like sit down and then she, you know, looked and was like, yeah, there's, there's definitely a problem there. Uh, um, so that was the situation there. And then during the ultrasound, um, I, this is so, it's slightly uncomfortable, but like, I, I got, I got to answer. So the ultrasound that she tells you again, you got to disrobe and you get, you get like a, like a little towel and you got to lift, um, your mm-hmm. your your man mm-hmm. one yep. of your man parts you gotta like you gotta like mm-hmm. hold the towel over that and then it. they put yeah. and then they put yeah. this is this gel on right. my gel yeah on your sack gel yeah. on my <laughs> yeah, on, on my other male parts yeah. and and right. like the whole thirty yeah, minutes they, that's yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was oh, uh, thirty minutes. Wow! But the whole time was crazy. I'm like, right that's a big boy. <laughs> the whole time I'm like this because I'm like trying not to have a panic attack. But then I asked the nurse was so sweet, right? I'm like, I'm like, is this uh, is this something like? Is this common? Like, do y'all do you have to do this often? She's like, oh yeah, all the time, guys. I've seen some <laughs> stuff. Like, I'm like, cause you know, you're like. I'm, I'm here. I'm like oh, uncomfortable. Like, and then I'm like, please don't take this the wrong way. I don't want it. Like we just talked, we've been talking about Deshaun Watson. I'm like, you have a really soothing voice. I'm trying not to have a panic attack. So I appreciate you. But again, I'm covering like my face while I'm <laughs> to, I have had the longest, most awkward, like weird, <laughs> like I don't. Yes. Yeah, so all of this. And then on top of all of this, my job is like, I'm telling them what's going on. I'm getting like, my team lead, I love her to death. I'm not gonna say any names, but like, she, she, we work for it. So I work for a contract company, and like, I'm getting these questions and like trying to message. But then it got to it got to a point where it's like micromanaging. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna let it slide. But it got to a point where I finally had to speak up, 
And if y'all don't take nothing else from this entire episode, stop letting these jobs, family, friends, like stop letting people like disrespect you or like get away with like talking to you crazy. If you don't take nothing else away from me, again, this ain't a facade. I told my team lead who I love dearly. I'm like, look, like I need you to set up a meeting with everybody, like contract company, like the ops manager for like our division. Like I want everybody on a call. She's like, no, I don't think, you know, before she can finish. I'm like, look, I've been nice. It, we just not getting nowhere. So I'm like, I need you to set up a call. And if a call ain't set up by five o'clock PM today, I'm out this bitch. Like it ain't no, like I've been called selfish for like getting job offers and not taking job offers. And like still not want to leave, want to tell them I like want to stay with the company, like all this stuff. And eventually just got to a point. I'm like, I'm out this bitch. And I told both my parents about it. My dad was like, you know, never leave a job. Uh, that's your plan, you know, unless you have a plan B. And I'm like, Dad, I get it. But, like, at the same time, like, my generation is a little different. Like, no, nah, we ain't doing that. Like, we not working at jobs for 30 years. Like, we not, we don't have, like, pensions and shit like that. Like, at signs of disrespect, these jobs that don't have unions are going to learn. Like, y'all going to respect us. Y'all going to, like, stop treating us like shit. So, do y'all think we had a meeting when I told her, like, if, if by 5 o'clock I'm out that bitch, if I don't have a meeting, what y'all think? Yeah. I don't think it happened. Oh, yeah. oh, it definitely happened. Like, we had a meeting the next day. It was like, you know, we can't do it today. <laughs> it was like, you know, if we do it tomorrow, like, well, is that okay? I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Like, no, that's cool. Because I knew whenever we had a meeting, I was setting that bitch off. Like, I'm 30 years old. You're not about to tell me who I can and cannot reach out to within the company. Like, what? Like, we, we work from home. We don't, we no longer, like, I got this job, literally, because I wasn't scared to go into office with big-time executives, big wigs. Like, I go in there and talk to them like anybody else, and that's why we had this podcast. Like, I shoot DMs. I talk to anybody. Like, nobody is on this pedestal, and people listening, like, stop treating everybody put on their pants, one leg pants at a, like, one leg at a time. Like, ain't nobody better, worse than you. Like, don't think of yourself as better than anybody, but, like, shoot your shot. Like, stop being scared. Like, man or woman the fuck up like just just get out there make some shit happen but in in result we had a talk uh i told them how i was feeling and for people that don't think when i say like i will like leave my job and not worry about it i meant that shit so like yeah i i had that on top of everything else this week but uh i did end up crying like a bitch at the end of this meeting right after going in and stuff and I started crying not because I was mad or, or you know, like, I'd let them know throughout the discussion, like, I'm just passionate about it. But, like, I was letting them know, like, we all talk about mental health is so important, so important. But, like, these are the times when y'all need to step the fuck up and, like, instead of asking me about deadlines, do, like, be like, Brandon, are you okay? I'm like, I didn't even tell y'all, like, about my cousin fucking me over. But, like, that was one thing I was going through. Like, I haven't told the podcast, like, on top of everything I mentioned on multiple episodes, like, at one point, I had to have, like, cops sent to check on my sister in Atlanta and had to literally, like, I had to prepare with the fact that I was going to have to call my parents and tell them, like, my sister, like, could possibly be dead. Like, on top of all this other shit, like, it's so much stuff that I've been going through, like, this past year. Like, it's crazy, but long story long, like boss the fuck up like if somebody is like getting on your nerves and you can do it in a polite way like i didn't curse during my entire meeting but like i let them know i wasn't going for that micromanaging shit 
Like, that was done. Like, y'all, I've been doing this job for three years. I shouldn't even really still be working. But, yeah, I'm telling my doctor, like, yo, if a dealer calls me, like, I got to take this call. Like, I just express yourself. If you need, if you personally need to write stuff down, like, I wrote everything on my phone and told him, like, look, if I'm looking at my phone, it's because that's where all my notes are. Like, I'm not, like, distracted or, like, blowing y'all off. Like, this is what's going on. So, yeah, that's that's basically everything. Sorry, that was a long-ass story, but... Any other questions from Drew? You still got Justin a job? Gerard? I do still have a job. <laughs> I do still have a job. Okay, so so everything worked out. Everything worked out then. For the most part, yeah. I'll just, I'll just, yeah. Um, I I voiced my exp- my frustrations and uh the end result was everybody <laughs> just had to communicate better and don't let like don't I I I blame myself and took fault like I could communicate better. I, there are certain things like I, there's deadlines I need to stop procrastinating so much about. Like there's stuff that I took full ownership of and need to improve on my part too. So I'm not blameless, but like no, nah, there's just certain things like I'm not gonna tolerate anymore. So that was my week. Sounds, Last sounds question. Like an eventful week. Last question. This is a serious true. one. Okay. Yeah. Serious. Um, how much did Dog uh get from you? Like how much money did he? get you for uh he he gave me one payment of five hundred dollars but i made and that's another mistake that i made like we didn't have like a set so when he gave you five hundred dollars i was following up with him like was that too much per week or like if not like you know what do you want to pay me per week but he he was always like um you know money's no issue because like you good like i got you like you know um, and I would ask him, like, he would it, he would say he wasn't big on texting, so I needed to text his wife, so I would text his wife, and then I started a group chat with both of them, but, like, I've been working for him since, like, beginning of May, made a Facebook forum, made a uh, Instagram forum, working with the guy to have logos made for him, was working to have, like, T-shirts made for him, like, risking my job like when he would call me saying he needed t-shirts made like calling people like like doug and other people like hey i need shirts made what's the fastest you can get like that's why i got so frustrated because like i really like did a lot for this dude and got fucked over so to answer your question gerard at least a couple thousand like at least he was supposed to actually i was supposed Mm. to be like covering a wedding and out of town right now he was he promised to buy me a flight to that city and then he was going to buy my flight to Vegas from that city. Uh he promised to fly me and my mom out to a wedding like I said in September like bro at least at least a few thousand dollars, bro, like and then I started telling other people like I'm sorry, my cousin's making me look this is before I knew about any of the like the the con and shit. I'm like he started making me look bad and I told him like y'all making me look bad. So I'm like, yo, that's when I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just start doing stuff myself. Um, so that's when I got like the business cards made and stuff like that, but had business card made for him. Like I'm able to take a deep breath and I'm good, but like, no, imagine all this shit. I just told y'all like that was my week. So I have a swollen testicle. I have a cousin that fucked me over. I'm trying to get a new vehicle. My job is on my back. I'm trying not to cuss them out. Like trying to do all this stuff. I show up to Aiden's game. Aiden, Aiden walks past me, and, like, I surprised him. Aiden and his mom, his mom goes, um, oh, your uncle's here. Aiden doesn't even look back, just, like, kind of keeps walking. So that's another red flag. But, again, we'll get into, mm. we'll get into Aiden's stuff later, man. The, 
any other questions y'all have before we um <laughs> you know move on to the next topic people need to stop taking advantage of other people's generosity that's the best way to sum this up oh, thank yeah. you Justin. yeah but i agree people do need to stop taking advantage of uh, people's generosity but this is a great lesson that be learned you know what i'm saying that business is business regardless of relationship and be needed to learn this you know to stop being so like uh generous and open to everybody at the end of the day if it's about business you need to have that you need to have certain lines drawn you know what i'm saying and and not let um let the relationship lead over that and i think even though it's frustrating for b i think it's a great lesson to learn and i think he'll move differently from now on so i don't think i don't want b you know i'm glad that you went through this lesson but i don't want you to hold on to any hostility because this is going to make you a better person in the long run you know so whatever dude did he gonna have to answer to that karma is real so you know what money is money you can't die with it you know what i'm saying so you can't allow i hate when people put money on this this pedestal because nobody when you die they ain't gonna put it in the casket with you and you ain't gonna be able to spend it in heaven you know what i'm saying so you take that l but the lesson that you learn in this is going to be way more valuable than any money you can lose so, like, when you go into this and I see you starting your businesses and you got your cars, you got your LLC, when you speak to the next person, you got this lesson in the back of your mind to know that, all right, I have certain lines that's not going to be crossed. I'm not going to do anything until payments are made, regardless of who you are, you know, and what, what you mean to me. Because words don't mean much unless action is behind it. So, I'm glad that you did get to go through this B because it's, it's, it's going to teach you something that's going to make you a stronger person. So, you being upset you got to go through that that's fine like the way you feel is valid you know what i'm saying and you being upset and everything that you went through is that's all good but at the end of the day you get that shit off and then you move forward don't keep looking back talking about what dude did to you because that's not going to help you move forward in a positive way learn learn from that shit and when you move forward everybody else gonna have to deal with that lesson that you learned you know what i'm saying and it's not personal and when you're dealing with business none of this shit is personal so like it's it's all good everything is fine and you yeah. know how I am. Everything is always okay. <laughs> like it's, yeah, ne- it's no, never. I, and everything is always good unless it's a problem. Unless it's a problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, it took it took like twenty four hours. I think I took like two naps, and I finally started um, feeling better. But like, I was just at this point. Like, I was like honking at people on the road. Like, then I'm like, man, you got to reel it in. Like, I'm like just like angry. I'm like, dog, something like. I just wanted to whoops like somebody like just looking for a reason, dog. Like stomp a butthole in your ass and walk it dry. I I saw a side of myself I've never seen before. Like I, you should have went and go lifted weights. No, nah, fuck that. I I should have went to go work out. You like, should have called Derez and nah, went boxing. Nah. Hey, look, <laughs> I want if I was gonna make a call, it's gonna be a call for something. B- I want he was going to get the strap, Derez. Look. Uh, as as Gucci said in that verses <laughs> against Jeezy, dog, I wanted to put a nigga in the dirt. Like that's what I wanted to do. I was, I wouldn't <laughs> want to do shit else. And I was thankfully talking to my mom and talking to other people. I didn't do anything stupid because at the end of the day, literally all it takes is like one second to do something stupid. Like I I talk about all the right. time. Like my my brother who actually reached out to me and said, never let anybody or anything knock you off your horse. So like my brother has done all these, exactly. you know, uh, years in jail. Like could tell me be positive i'm like damn i do need to take a step back my cousin or my nephew like malik was like you know i was having talks with him and just telling him like yo like people disrespect me like i ain't taking that shit and he when i got that's actually took a vehicle of me if y'all remember me in the in the tahoe where i'm like yes sir like 
He was the yeah. one that came up with the whole idea of like what <laughs> I should do, hitting a U-turn. So shout out to Malik. But he called me over. So I'm at the dealership all day, like handling the shit for the Tahoe and stuff. And he texts me. He's like, yo, I want to have a man-to-man conversation with you. But like, uh, I don't want to, like, I want to, I want to have it face-to-face. So because of everything that's happened to me, I instantly think like, shit, like something's bad. Like, I'm like, all right, so what's up? Like, I couldn't tell him that I was like getting a vehicle or all that stuff. I'm like, you know. Like, what's, what's going on? Like, can you text it to me? He's like, no, nah, like, I can't text it to you. I'm, so now I'm getting mad because now I'm, like, paranoid. Like, it's something bad. I'm, like, getting defensive. And he even pointed out, he's like, yo, you know, you're getting defensive. Like, that's not even the type of time I'm on. So I'm like, just imagine, like, if you switch shoes and I text you, like, hey, I want to have this man-to-man talk with you, but, like, we can't have it text. Like, talking to cold and shit. So I'm, like, getting angry, blah, blah, blah. But long story short, I pull up on him and tell him to be ready with the camera. I had a surprise for him. But uh, he, he, I'm like, what you want to talk about? Like, what's going on? He's like, man, look, I just want to tell you to your face, I love you, but you know, I'm concerned about you because like this happy, jolly, like Brandon that I had, that I named as like my godson. Like, I'm not seeing him, you know. Like, I'm, I'm just not like, I'm getting worried. Like, you know, you just like the littlest disrespect. Like, you just ready to like take it there. And I had to tell him, like, I told my mom, like. The hospital and all this health shit, like, fucked me up. Like, I I legit have, like, PTSD. So when I talk about waking up, like, none of this shit is for a podcast, for clicks. Like, it fucked me up. I'm working with it. With Larry, shout out to my guy Larry. I communicated to everybody. But, like, I don't think it's so hard without anybody going through what I went through. Like, like it's, it fucked me up. So I, I told him I appreciate it. I tell my dad. I tell my mom and everybody. But, like. No, I understand. Like, talking to Larry, I can't be out here. Like, I got too much to lose now. Like, I can't be out here acting like a street nigga. I can't be out here having to worry about my family, watching their back, like, all that stuff. So, I feel much better. I appreciate you guys for letting me vent. I appreciate, you know, having a podcast where I can talk about it. Um, If anybody has any questions, obviously, you can hit me up on social media, YouTube. I'm going to work. Actually, we need need somebody to join a team to help us with YouTube clips because I can't do that shit. I need assistant. People have been telling me I could get a virtual assistant. So if you're out there listening, you nice on YouTube, please hit me up. You know, bweezy underscore taught you on Instagram. My email is B, my last name, Patton, P-A-T-T-O-N, the number 10, period 18, at gmail.com. We need somebody to help us with YouTube because we are sitting on gold, and I just want to put that shit out there. But, yeah, man, uh, I'm glad that I went through, like Gerard said, all of this because it has – my cousin fucked it up for everybody. So if you reach out to me, you like, hey – I know your mom. I want to discuss business. I mean, not to slander. Somebody said that to me literally today. I'm like, all right, well, in order to talk to me or take up my time, like I need or, down deposit. Like, I'm sorry. Or did he make it right? Or did he make it right? This was a lesson you need to learn to create boundaries. You know what I'm saying? So it yeah. may not have been something that you probably was thinking of in the front of your mind, but it was necessary. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I can understand where Malik was coming from as far as like your, your personality, because, you you have always been happy and jovial, and I think everything that you went through kind of changed your disposition. But I'll, no one wants you to overcompensate. You know what I'm saying? No one wants you to always feel like every every small step of disrespect deserves like ultimate force. Like no, that's that's not it. And I think at, at, at a certain point in time, you're going to create a balance. You know what I'm saying? You're going to know when you need to cross the line, when you need to step up and say, "Yo, like." We not doing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, or you know, you gonna know when to fall back and just like not even 
it, it's nothing. You don't exist. Like, I don't even need to give you that type of energy. So, like, throughout this whole process of us going through this podcast and you going through whatever you're going through, all of these lessons is what you need to know is what you need to learn in life. You know, you're 30 years old now, and I think it's it's going to help you become a better, you know, more well-rounded human being. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's all good. Yeah. And that's that's a great point because I'm talking to Larry. So me and Larry had our first session, I think, Sunday. That was the first time I had therapy since we had him on the show. Like, he left it. He went out of the country. I've been dealing with some stuff. I've been broke as hell. So, like, that was the first time we were to talk, and I just started talking about everything. So, um, yeah, like like I said, we talk about mental health. We talk about therapy. If you want to reach out to Larry, listen to our episode where we interviewed him. It's also on YouTube. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us comments, reviews. Um, send us or tag us in posts. Like, send us voice memos. But, yeah, no, that's what I was talking about. Like, I'm overcompensating for the fact that I felt like I was a bitch before all my health stuff. So now, any form of disrespect, like, before this past week, like, I'm ready to fight. Like, I smile at the, at the thought of fighting. Like, I literally walk around and I feel like I'm Tom Hardy and Venom and have, like – that that you know those conversations which is like so if like you know if a person's talking to me over the phone being rude like this help this uh car situation trying to get to tahoe there's one dude that was talking to me crazy i'm just like this dude don't know like i could cuss him the fuck out right now but i'm like nah i don't do it like hold it in and i think the only negative part from all of this like me being so upfront and like you know direct with people and like letting people know how i feel I don't want to be this person. I've kind of fell back slightly like, oh, there goes Brandon. Like, he going to tell me if something's wrong. He going to, like, he going to let me know. Like, I don't want to be this dude where it's like now you're, like, fearful of being around me because, like, I don't want to be cussed out or blah, blah, blah. So, like, that's, again, part of balance I have to learn because it's, it's a lot, man. So, yeah, thank you guys for letting me get that off and, and express myself. But, yeah, any anything else? The thing I was going to tell you, B, and I've learned it, I've learned it firsthand from just like the ownership role that I've taken at deck detail. It's going to happen again. I don't, it's not going to happen as quick as you think, but it's going to happen again where people Uh stiff you for the money. Um, Me and Pete in tone have talked many, many times before, but at our job, there's always one a year. It already happened back in, I think it was late May for us where a customer was not happy with the work and didn't pay. And we we're like, well, fuck, it's not enough to take us off our route and what our goal is for the year or anything, mm. but just, just keep your head up and keep it going. And the other thing I've learned, it sucks to say, but watch who watch the family that you do work for. Cause they're the ones that are going to complain the most, uh, no matter what you do. If you think the work is the best that you've done, if you think it's, you know, I've, I've thought I've half assed a few jobs a few times, but people end up loving it in the end. But family is like the <laughs> hardest people to deal with when it comes. I mean, it's, it's dead ass, though, man. So just keep that in mind for the future. That's so true. And that I, I find myself struggling because, like, I'm talking to my dad yesterday. And it's like I talk about real shit on a podcast, but everything you obviously can't share. But it's like you go into public. Like I told the dealership team all this shit about my cousin getting fucked over while struggling like looking unprepared. So like, if you listen out there, everybody got family problems, bro. Like everybody has somebody and they, whether it's their media family or like, you know, cousins, like don't think you're the only person out there that has family drama. Like I told you, I had to fucking call the police and have them like do a wellness check on my sister. Like we still haven't had a conversation like, like about it. Like, there's just certain things 
everybody's going through something. Everybody got family members going to stress them out. So, you know, hopefully listening to us today helps you feel better about that situation. But also life is short. So, like, I do talk to my sister, but it's, it's different. When I was in the hospital, my sister that I had to call the police to do a wellness check on was the person that reached out to me the most. She was the person that was telling me about how important family is, how, you know, to believe in God. So, like, to have that situation, that's why it hurt me so much because all this stuff she was telling me while I was in the hospital, like, there's nobody else in my family that had to deal with the stress, the pain of having to prepare myself to possibly tell my mom and dad that my sister was gone. Like, ain't nobody. That's nothing I've ever shared on social media, any type of shit like that. So, like, I don't know, like, when I po- put that post on social media that like you hear athletes and rappers talking about like, I'm built different. Like I'm that dude. Like when you really that dude, you don't have to go around talking. Like you actually want to be normal. Not that I'm that dude on quote, but I do had a juice. Like I do realize now that like I am a leader. I'm a King, like humbly. So like it comes with paranoia. Like I was out with Brandon, uh, rich Brandon, Gerard y'all. I think everybody might know Brandon now. Um, and we was driving and went to this burger spot, had amazing burger. I forget the name of it, but we come outside. I'm about to get my truck, and there's a dude that has, like, a – what do you call it? Like, a drone. He's, like, next to my truck, and he's, like, flying his drone, right? So I'm about to leave. All of a sudden, he takes his drone, and he's in a vehicle right behind me, and now he's about to leave, right? And then I look, and I put it my vehicle in reverse, and I see he's, like, ducking below my vehicle. I'm like – is this dude, like, putting, like, one of them, like, Apple trackers, like, on my vehicle? Like, I'm paranoid. Like, I'm, I'm paranoid. I'm like, is this, like, I'm like, when I park, Brandon, I'm like, I'm going to check my shit and just make sure, like, I'm like, am I tripping? I'm like, asking, like, am I, am I, is this weird to you? He's like, nah, like, that shit's definitely weird. So I got to Brandon's house and checked, like, underneath my vehicle because you hear on social media and on the news, like, those Apple trackers are damn near more harm than good, like, if you out and about, like, that's how people are tracking some of these vehicles and, like, going to people's houses and, like, robbing them. So all I, I said all that to say, like, be aware. Like, if you think somebody is doing some sketchy shit, like, it's better to be safe than sorry. I got down literally in a white T-shirt and looked underneath my, my Tahoe for, like, like, everywhere. I didn't find anything. But, again, better be safe than sorry. I don't know what dude was doing, why he was acting so weird. But, like, nah, like. Like, really be on your P's and Q's. Like, if you think something is weird, ladies and fellas, like, people get set up every day. Women is sex trafficking out here. Like, we need our queens to be safe. Like, kids to be safe. Like, just, you know, check your shit out. But, yeah, I think I think that's uh, <laughs> I think that's a good place to end it about my long week. Enough about me. Um, <laughs> so we will, we will get into quick hitters. That's actually not my last rant of the day, but the first note I have here in my quick hitter is I was watching <laughs> Jalen and Jacoby on YouTube, uh, and I was listening to their draft recap, and they discussed the new look of suits and chains instead of suits and ties. And Jalen Rose made a great point. He stated that this was forcing the world to embrace hip-hop. So – Drew and Justin, I apologize in advance because I have to go there. Uh, to any Caucasians, you know, that listen and may feel like, damn, we bring up race too much, you're damn right we do. Like, we talk about that real shit. If you don't want to listen to us, there's a bunch of other podcasts y'all can listen to. But for over 400-plus years, black people have continued to defy the odds, whether it's re- re- redlining, whether it's education, being the president, like, we've overcome it all. 
And at the end of the day, like, y'all can't stop us, dog. Like, we always make fun of that Deontay Wilder where he's like, to this day, to this day, like, that everybody that watched that video and was black <laughs> knew what the fuck he was talking about. Like, to this day, we still busting our ass. You hear people that if you're close to black people say, I got to work twice as hard to even be considered for, like, you know, promotions, for interviews. Like, that shit is real. Like, if you if you are not black and, you know, you 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 silent, you're not speaking up on issues, like, you part of the fucking problem. And if you listen to this and you feel guilty, like, yeah, I'm talking to you, it's the shoot fit, put that motherfucker on. Like, no more, like, fuck the suit and ties, man. Like, it's suit and chains. Like, our people went from being chained up and slaves to getting selected to be in, in the NBA and being millionaires and dressing how the fuck we want. Like, Black people are, at the end of the day, like, that's who determines what's cool or not. Whether it's, you know, companies marketing on Twitter, you know, um, uh, stealing essentially the formula for black Twitter. Like, nine times out of ten, the, the social media manager ain't even going to be black, but they know how we talk and know what to be cool and what to go viral, so they try to talk like us. Like, whether it's Elvis, we talked about that, music in general, like the best cowboys in history have been black, but they don't teach us that shit in school. Like you don't see too many movies. We just now got a black cowboy movie. Everybody's like, yeah, that's great. That shit is real. Like Google, we all got Google. Google the shit. Google the best The best samurai was black. Like was 6'2", motherfuckers didn't know what he even was. They was intimidated by him. Like he used to be the bodyguard for some of the most important people back in history. Like if you don't believe me, look it up, but – Whenever something goes wrong in this country, right, whether it's Roe versus Wade or politics or voting, it's always like, oh, black people need to do better or black women need to y'all step up. Like, fuck that. We are tired as hell of, of having to do the heavy lifting. This country was literally built off our backs. Like, I'm not apologizing for this rant. It's long-winded, but, like, this is my, this is our platform. Like, we're going to talk about this stuff. Like, like speak up like we tired of always having to do the march and like the marching shit don't work and we if we riot like then it's, it's a problem with rioting and then we're talking about whether we went too far like no like if you white if you chaldean if you like everybody want to be cool and say what's up and like act like everything is sweet but when it's time to step up for us like everybody quiet like nah i'm gonna speak up on that shit like if you white and you listening i need you to start speaking up on that shit like that's the only way things is gonna get better so I'm not about to say sorry. Like, this was long-winded, but it needs to be said. So, Justin, Drew, Gerard, if y'all have anything y'all want to add to that, please feel free. But, like, I had to get that off my chest, too. Ooh, I feel like a preacher. Let me get that towel real quick. <laughs> I thought it was fucking stupid that back in the day, David Stern made that dress code. Because mm-hmm. Allen Iverson. He sure everybody, everybody was wearing jerseys and mm-hmm. braids, and you can't market that, right? Now look what's happening. Like, the market is everybody tatted up. You got half the league with braids now. Everybody got the, the curly fro with the with the taper on the side. Now seeing who could be, get the biggest chain. Like, Allen Iverson deserves so much money. Like, he's had documentaries. Like, he has that <laughs> money waiting on him for a rebox. But, like, he is the culture, man. Like, shout out to Allen Iverson. Like, shout out to Rasheed Wallace, who used to get – Fines, texts, like, said, fuck that, I'm going to do me. And people mm-hmm. was like, why doesn't he just wear a suit? Why can't he just – because he don't fucking want to. He wants to be himself. He wants to live his true life. Like, that's mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. Like, I wore the same outfit the day I got my Tahoe, and I wore a white tee and them same shorts with some new drawers the next day because I don't give a fuck. If you got a problem with it, let me know, and I'm going to tell you. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, who am I trying to impress? 
I'm still gonna pull holes. I'm still gonna. I got a Tahoe out there. Not everybody wears suits to their job anyway. Come on, if we in a we in a with everybody working from home and sweatpants. Like, man, nah. Like, like be your <laughs> be the real version of yourself. Like, who are you trying to impress? Everybody's like, oh, I don't care what so and so or what people think about me. Oh, really? So why are you buying that expensive ass purse just to flex on people or that expensive ass belt? That don't even fucking fit right, and you tuck it in your shirt weird as hell just so people can see it. Don't nobody actually give a fuck. Like, I go to Walmart and get my belt and wear that motherfucker for five years until it, it breaks, and then I'm back at Walmart getting another <laughs> 5 to $10 belt because I don't give a fuck. Like, stop lying, man. You do care what, what you wear. Why are you out here buying this Gucci? Gucci ain't giving you shit for buying that. Like, who are you trying to impress? Like, they had a Detroit versus everybody, I think, with Gucci line. The only thing that was different, they had Gucci on the tag of the shirt. You think I'm paying that? Man, come on. All right, you we, we going to be all day. Let me. This shit wild, bro. It pisses me off so much. <laughs> it really pisses me off so much when I see that stuff. Put one little logo on it, something different. Oh, shoot the value up 50%. <laughs> like, why? Like, come on, dog. Like, stop letting these companies con you. I'll say after that Gucci, that House of Gucci movie that Mariah and I watched, there isn't even an owner or a family member of Gucci that owns the company. That's the fucked up part about it. It's it's some other company that owns it now. Bro, like, what 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 brand do y'all know that is owned by a black person despite black people going out of their way to keep supporting, whether it's Polo, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, like uh Fendi, who did like who is black that like other than Rihanna who's doing great with like her lingerie and stuff like that? Like what black company are we supporting where like if we put out merch, you know, people talk about pricing or now nah, that's too much. Like I need a discount. No, the fuck you don't. We ain't discounting shit. Like you ain't asking for nobody at Gucci, nobody at Polo to discount. The only one don't. I know is uh FUBU. I'll say the only one I know is Day yeah, FUBU, Damon. <laughs> that's the only like one. legit. And that went under, now it's coming back, but now people are gonna say, <laughs> Oh, that's too much. I can't buy FUBU mm. no like, come on, man, we got to do better. And by uh, we got to do better, I mean black, white, purple, whatever the fuck you are. Like, we all got to do better. So, Justin, did you have anything you wanted to add? Oh, I was just going to say you brought up something. Like, for the drafts, like my wife and I, when we're at home, we pay more attention to what to the suits and the clothing because it's more exciting sometimes than the draft itself. Like, that's a big thing. So, we're happy that those stupid rules are gone. Like, there's a lot Absolutely. of entertainment, just that part of it, to see the creativity. So that's all I was going to add on. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, brother. Gerard, man, what's your thoughts? I know you – I can see it on your face. I can reach your eyes. You're saying preach. I, I know I know we're on the same page, but anything else you wanted to add to my, my rant for my people? I don't have nothing to add. Go ahead. Keep preaching. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so that is the second of my three rants, but I'm going to save another one. You know, my throat hurt a little bit. Pause. Uh, but let's get into <laughs> what have we listened to slash watch. So before you try and surf, let the wave break, break. let the cake bake. bake. Talking summers that I had a whole decade straight. Hand. Her eyes dilated, we gon' miss dinner. She don't eat like her manager was Chris Jenner. Ah! Need a brick in the brown bags. Uh, I have a lot on here, but Jerry, I have a couple questions for you because I assume you watch things that maybe Justin and Drew didn't. But the BT Awards, um, did. Did any of y'all watch that? No, I watched a little bit. Okay, so I'm sorry, I didn't even. I've never actually seen the Justin. You've never watched a Black Entertainment Television Award? Oh my goodness, I cannot. And no, I'm just kidding. 
but <laughs> I did watch 106 in Park after school over TRL. I could say okay. that. Okay, talk to me. I definitely hey, watched 106 in Park. Way to get some more loves from me and the listeners, man. I, I, I'm happy to hear that. But Jivion, uh, there's a lot of controversy about his singing live. Have y'all seen that on social media? Yeah. No. I saw that. So have y'all, any of y'all actually heard? I didn't. I haven't heard. I've just actually Jerry. I, I saw yesterday. He mentioned it. So apparently he didn't sound good live, and it's gotten to a point where even he like commented on it on social media. But I was just gonna ask, like, have any of y'all seen that or heard that live performance? And if so, what were your thoughts? I saw it. He sounded bad. I haven't seen it. Uh, I have. I, I just. I just heard he sounded bad. So I gotta. I gotta. It's been a long week. I'm sorry, Drew. I, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but that was one thing I wanted to put out there. And I would love if our listeners can send us voice memos or comment or post on our Facebook about what you guys thought of Jivion's live performance. Um, the next thing I had. I know it's a week late, but the verses. Uh, Marion versus Mario Gerard. I'm pretty sure you. I know you watched that. Um, so I just want to ask you, did you have any thoughts you want to provide on that or any of y'all? Yeah, I saw the verses. Um, so the, the, the opening act with, uh, Ray J and, uh, I think it was Bobby V versus Sammy and, uh, Pleasure P was more entertaining than the actual verses between Amarion and, uh, and Mario. Like that shit was funny as hell. Like. It, it was super entertaining like none of them could sing great so like but the songs <laughs> that they was playing and stuff like that and the jokes they had on one another was classic you know and then you know ray j's big hit was one wish and then it seemed like mm-hmm. they all got together in harmony and sang one wish better than he did it shit was funny as hell oh, but then with God. amarion and mario mario he won the verses because he simply can really, really sing like, and he sang all his shit. And even if you ain't know half his songs, he put on a great performance as far as him singing. Um, Omarion, you know, his records and he had probably bigger records than Mario, but he didn't perform them well. He didn't sound good. Uh, he had issues as far as like, um, hearing himself through the, uh, speakers. So he couldn't hear how he sounded. So, like, he was off-key and stuff like that. And him and his brother had this, I guess, this little part in their show where they were eating watermelon. It was stupid. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, but, yeah. So, Mario, he 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 took over the show. Like, he was singing and he was outperforming Omarion. And, like, um, even the guests that Omarion had on stage, like, he had, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeremiah. He sounded terrible. Uh, like... It just was a bad show for Marion <laughs> overall. So like, but it was the I think the pre-show was better than the actual show, and Mario couldn't like he dominated that. And it was because when you go on oh. verses, you better be a great performer. Where however your performance is, you better be a great performer. Like Mario did essentially what Jadakiss the did. Yeah, essentially what Jadakiss did. Like if you can like sway the crowd and perform and be a better performer and be more prepared than your opponent, you're going to win versus regardless if no one knows your, your music like that. So it was, it was, it was cool. It just went on too late. Uh, I saw a meme. I don't, did you watch the whole thing, Gerard? I watched from the beginning to maybe in the middle of a Marion and, and, um, Mario set. And then I turned that shit off. Cause 
it was like one in the morning. I was sick. Like, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, like, I saw a meme. I don't know if it's like 100% true or not, but they showed Ray J in the crowd, like on his phone. He was like ordering Grubhub or something or like DoorDash or something like that. <laughs> like he was so Ray bored J. with the performance. He needed some food. <laughs> Ray J was, uh, he was the star because he is entertaining. Like he is super entertaining. He was drunk as fuck. He may have been high. I don't know, but he was all <laughs> over the place. Like, so probably during the Marianne and Mario set, he probably was like ordering Grubhub because he was lit. So <laughs> yeah. did he do uh wait a minute? Yeah, he did wait a minute. Say, I mean, yeah. he's, he's got more than just a couple hits. He ain't, he ain't no, the, he did. He ain't the biggest joke. He did. Wait a minute. He did one wish. Uh, uh, you know. Um, uh, I don't know if you know. It's the song called. Um, uh, you know, the dudes who did teach me how to jerk. They had a song called uh, "Tie Me Down," and Ray J is on the hook. He did that song. I don't think I heard it. Um, but I was following uh, that with. We were talking about halftime performances at the Pistons in the future. I saw Ray yeah. J at halftime once at the at the Palace. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the best i love ray j so yeah he's funny he's still i mean yeah he's he's a clown now because of like what he's done i mean for the love of ray j reality show and all that but like he's got hits it was a great show (laughs) his danger smashed the homies right (laughs) she smashed the homie danger smashed the homies homies. (laughs) danger she smashed the homie danger she smashed the homies. Danger! She smashed the homies. Uh, yeah, so Ray J was hilarious. Anything else y'all listen to? I was gonna talk to you about that French Montana album, Montega. Uh huh. Fire, fire. Yeah. I think it is. I'm on two listens deep of it now, and like I said, I think it's second or yeah, it's it's French's second best album ever. Excuse my French is a phenomenal debut. Um, yeah. But dude, he's he's flowing on this album. It actually sounded like he was hungry again. He didn't make those like bullshit radio dance tracks that that right. a lot of his albums previously have made. It actually sounded like a legit project where he sat down and actually took his time with it. Like the, all the features are fire. I know your boy yep. Chinks is on it. I love it. <laughs> so yeah. you're happy about that. Um, yeah. And the only gripe I was going to say, you said, uh, I know Harry Fraud's like production style. You said it's always like a movie. Yeah. That's, this one yeah, actually that's the... sounded like he was making some good beats, you know? Yeah. And that's my only thing, I guess, is my issue with Harry Fraud production. It's nothing. To, I think this French album is incredible as well, you know, so I'm not taking nothing away. But I think that's my issue with Harry Fraud's production is like, it's always like theatrical, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I never heard anything like, you know, where he's like, you know, he's making the bag, for apparently. French. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like him and French work well together. So that shit works with French. And when right. he works with Harry Fraud, they make a great music. So it, can, it turned out to be a great album. I feel like if French wants any longevity now at this point in his career, because like the radio shit died down with him. He ain't a radio hit anymore. If he wants to get into this style and kind of like make some actual legit records, he's got a while left in this game, like at least another 10, 15 years, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, French French going to be all right, you know. He'll be all right. Like he yeah, he'll be all right. Like he on he don't need I don't think he needs to, the albums. He going to always have a hit somewhere in the tuck, like whether he's featured on it or he put together, you know that pop that stay relevant. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like so he'll be all right, like 
Uh, Justin, was, what was the surprise? Yeah, what was the surprise? I album? listened to the Miseducation of Lauren Hill on Friday. Whoa, that was your time? first time hearing it. Yeah, that was, wow. that was something. That was fun. What'd you think? Especially uh, being kind of dated now since it came out. I was blown away by it. It was. I've never heard any sound like that. Like I heard like Jamaican. She has yeah. some Jamaican in her, mm-hmm. and that reminded me of Cardi B currently. So I don't know if there's anything there or not. It's that Wyclef but, Haitian sound that she, that's she yeah, going with it the really style. Cool. That damn what uh damn what would you rate it? Because it's it's a bonafide oh, classic. A, that's like a that's a nine five like yeah. that's that's right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid to give a perfect wanted... score to anything outside you of can. the show. No, you can. You but can. that's kidding. that's probably but, one um, of the <laughs> perfect albums though. That that I one, agree. Though. Yeah, yeah. There's that a few was, of them out nuts. there. There's I a few perfects. Twice. Yeah. Nice. I'm that, very uh, yeah. I've always been afraid to give a perfect score. <laughs> no, you but, can. Don't don't be afraid, Justin. That's what the pod's yeah. for. <laughs> it's yeah. right there. It's got to be right there. <laughs> My only gripe with her is that she, after that album, she really didn't do shit in music. She had she like people were forcing her to make records, and it just it never happened. Like people would force her to come out of retirement or come out of hiding, and just. I don't know. She didn't. She didn't really have the passion for it after that. Yeah, that's the thing. That's and that's interesting because you made two albums with the Fugees, and then you made your right. solo album right here, and then people lose passion. And I know you know artists are very sensitive about stuff, and you know they need to be inspired. But where'd the inspiration go after that? You know what I'm saying? She got with one of the Marleys, and that was it. <laughs> like so, <laughs> like. it just. It's so frustrating, like, over the last 15, 20 years, like, you'll hear her on a verse or something, be like, wow, why couldn't she follow this up? And, like, her sound still sounds so pure. It's one of those artists that doesn't age every time. you Like, right. on uh, King's Disease 2, she was on that and sounded yeah. perfect. She was on uh, Kanye's, was it, or Donda? Wasn't she on yep. that? Or, no, she, or a sample or something. It sounded perfect, you know? It's just sad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's I was like I don't know if I want to listen to the follow up album because of that. I'm like I'm just just gonna leave it here. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I don't. She don't really have nothing else to listen to, so you're good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> awesome. My homework homework complete. I need a yeah, new right. assignment. That, that, that is a nice surprise. That's a good album. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. I haven't listened to anything else. Ain't nothing else really come out tonight. But I will tell you, Drew, the um, the Lloyd Banks album. He got a single out featuring wait. Conway. I know, but he smoked Conway on that. <sighs> smoked him. Uh, I did. Like, you told me he had a single out. I didn't know it was featuring him. No, bro, I kind of got a. Bro, I kind of got a dabble. You so know? now, I, now I look forward <laughs> to his album. Yeah, but other than that, ain't nothing else really come out though. No, nah, I mean did next you, week. I thought this week was games. It's next week. Tired of talking about the game. Did uh? Did y'all talk about Chris Brown's album Breezy already? <laughs> yeah, I told you to Last listen to week it. A little bit, it's yeah. great. Yeah. No, I meant sorry, I meant today. I just didn't want to j- repeat anything. But I listened to the full album, and I just had a few notes I can include here before we uh, discuss Justin and his wife's wrestling review. Uh, my notes for Chris Brown Breezy. Eleven tracks in, I said to myself, "Damn, there is no misses yet." Uh, I appreciate the Cassie sample on Psychic featuring uh, Jack Harlow. And then it made me question, is Jack Harlow better off as a feature artist moving forward due to his rap style and lack of depth slash flow switch up? Uh, so, you know, that's a question we can revisit in the future. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Forbidden is such um, 
Forbidden I have here is such an MJ-inspired song. Uh, he's To me, I think he's the closest, definitely the closest outside of Bruno Mars to current-day Michael Jackson. Uh, I do have towards the end, it did start to seem a little long. Like the quality didn't fall off per se, but the subject matter was the same. Uh, if we make the MJ comparisons, the only negative feedback I have is that I wish uh, Chris Brown had a song discussing either politics or uplifting others, like his version of like a man in the mirror or black or white. So uh, that's that's really the, the feedback I have. But overall, it was a very good album. Drew, if you haven't listened to it, I would highly recommend it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I came away very impressed. So without further ado, uh, Justin, I want to give you and your wife, actually, y'all time to discuss uh, the wrestling event that you guys went to. Hello. What's hey, going on? Go. In- introduce well, introduce yourself to the to the people. <laughs> hi, I'm Jeanette. I'm married to this guy, Justin, over here. How are you gentlemen you today? Very We're awesome. Excellent. Awesome. Very good. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. So let's hear your uh let's hear that review of your your It was an experience. Can I say that? <laughs> you can it was off, a lot of detail. Off to a great start. Thank wild. you. Wild. It was great. It was great. I will. Oh, I could be here for hours to talk about it. Uh, let's just say if you ever want to go to a wrestling show ever, just know it's going to be like five hours because we got there mm. at like six and we didn't leave till like almost one in the morning. Damn. Damn. So we were there for a long time. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was great. It was a double cage match. Blood and gut. Yeah, basically. Um... Jeanette got me into wrestling along with one of our other friends during COVID era when I was sitting at home during the furlough. The only things on TV to watch were really wrestling and UFC. So that's all we watched. This is my question for the and three of you. that's how it started. Do I look Ooh. like I would be a diehard UFC or wrestling fan? Not at all. Not at all. No. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> well, I am. Okay. Who's your favorite wrestler? So Just letting everyone know. Um, when we found out that the show was happening, of course, we were like, we can't not be there. Yeah. <laughs> so right. we had to go take care of that. Our buddy in Traverse City came down, and the three of us went, and we met a couple of our other college friends. And nice. it was wild. Um, they, it's really well orchestrated. Like, there's no really breaks. They always have a DJ or some type of person, MC, running everything in between fights. It's all... It started on time, which... When's the last time you got, went to a game or a concert that started on time? Doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Definitely want to go true. back. Drew, yeah. you're going to be going to the next yeah, wrestling match, WWE-wise. The end of August, yeah. I'm very excited for that. I've never been to like a, a big-time wrestling event. I've only been to like a Saturday Night Heat. and uh, Actually, I've been to WCW Nitro. I forgot about that back when WCW was popping. But I didn't really care for them back then, so I wasn't really into it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was wild. Tony Khan is real fun. I don't know if you guys know who that is. He, like, owns AEW. He is the yeah, biggest yeah. hype man I've ever seen. He runs out <laughs> before the yeah. before everything goes live on TV and just starts jumping up and down on the stage and screaming. And he'll do that, like, three or four times throughout <laughs> the night. He'll do a pre-show before thanking everyone for being there. He'll come out afterwards. And based on location, he'll bring out guests that are connected to that area after to do a final bow and whatnot. Um, we did reconfirm Chris Jericho is an absolute god. Like, he just knows what he's doing. Oh, he, that's that's Gerard's boy. The goat! The goat! Um, the goat! <laughs> like, he came out, his team, the Jericho Appreciation Society, came out decked out in these red top and bottoms, with, and he had a Alice Cooper-like hat on, and like a twirl, <laughs> something to twirl around, like a baseball bat. 
of course, all these things and were going to be used when he was knocking people's heads off in the wrestling ring. But, like, he's just <laughs> such a pro's pro. <laughs> um, Sammy Guevara got tossed off the top of the cage. Fantastic. Through a table. Ooh. I thought he was done, though. But they just acted so well. <laughs> There's a lot of footage. Um, all the big hitters that were not injured were there. That's for sure. Definitely recommend it. Jeanette, what was your favorite part? Uh, My favorite part was... Definitely when they brought out the second ring and they like did multiple fights in two rings, which is actually pretty cool. They didn't just bring it out for like the blood and guts with the cage match part, which is really cool. Mm. Um, I also really liked the fact that they just like played into the theme of Detroit being like this fighter Mm. city and they like went for it. And a lot of their like topics of like the night where they just like. We're like, yeah, we're going to do this big rampage where 30 people fight each other. That's normal. Totally cool. Like, it was just really fun <laughs> and entertaining. Who was it that okay. said the best part about Detroit is that it's close to Canada? That was really no funny. That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh man but yeah we i know we y'all have to get out of here soon so um yeah is there any final thoughts i want to provide and or, or let the people know about going to a wrestling event you guys should go everybody should go even if you've never been to one you should go and yeah. i'm not saying that because i am a diehard wrestling ufc fan and fighting fan but i'm just saying that in general because it is very entertating mm. for like 40 bucks it's like a five-hour show i got to watch three shows yeah, in one bad. And yeah, I also yeah. may or may not have been on TV. Yeah, they Ooh, recorded the online Sly show and the live once they showed them the Friday show back to back to back. So. Slight flex. Everyone yeah, there was probably uh, on TV. Your, who's your Mount Rushmore wrestling? Are we talking wrestling or UFC? Just wrestling. Wrestling? Okay. Uh, only four. Wrestling? Only, only four. No extra Ooh. credit. No, no, no extra spots. That's so hard. You guys are... <laughs> Put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the whole point, Jeanette. No pressure. Uh, pressure is a thousand percent right now. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, oh, God. Um, I can't help you here. <laughs> I'm not allowed to help can you. Can I it's give you my answers later? <laughs> of no, course you can. Right now, top four. Oh, or or, or no. No, right top now, four, top four. Sorry, I tried to let you off the hood. If you go like the ones I don't like, can we do the opposite and say that I don't like? Because I could give you that answer real quick. Nah. That's, nope, nah. that's not the question. Nope. The yeah, question is okay. four <laughs> top four. Top. All right. Jade, number one. Don't know if you guys know who that is. She's an AEW. Jade Carter. Um, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll fuck with her. She okay. Fine. The acclaimed. I don't know if you guys know who that is from AEW. I love them so much. Don't ask me why. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> don't worry. And those I are two know. guys. So does that no count as two or does that count as one? Jade Carter is female. Counts as one. Does that count as? Counts okay. as one. Counts, counts as, as one? one. Okay. It won't hurt if you say Chris Jericho. It won't. Your lord. Yeah. Just <laughs> I mean, more. yeah, no he's pressure. up there. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Tri- like Chris, <laughs> Chris Jericho. Sure. I mean, he's not. Awesome. I yeah. Um, awesome. All right, one more. See. Oh gosh, I'm really trying. To... I mean, Tony Khan, but he's not a wrestler, so I'm not going to count him. <laughs> Someday he'll be, um, he'll be in the ring. I love Tony mm-hmm. Khan; he's great. Uh, you could you could definitely uh, use him and just have your fourth and not have to stress anymore if that's what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, he's part of the show. He'll be sure. my fourth. There we go. There he's go. part of the show. Good he's answer. There we go. Wow, that took a little longer than I thought it was going to. 
How do you how you feel about the Rock? I like him a lot, but I also like him because he's sort of from Hawaii. <laughs> And, like, that's my thing. If you're from Hawaii, I'm an instant fan of you. Oh, that's nice. Like, nice. fun fact, I'm from there, if you guys didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I didn't. Did, did okay. you guys not know that? Oh, that's awkward. Out. Justin okay. doesn't tell that, me You know what? That moment right there, put that on a TikTok. That's a like, clip. That was <laughs> Mark is a That clip. was a Thank great you. moment. We appreciate that. Well, just so you guys know, from Hawaii. That's why my nice. UFC fighters are a lot easier because I just pick all the ones from Hawaii that are Hawaiian. They didn't have a good night last night, did they? They sucked Ooh. last night. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> well, thank you very much Anyways. for joining us. We appreciate You're that. Welcome. Um, and yeah, hopefully this is first time of many. If you guys ever want me back on, I'm literally sitting 20 feet away. So you just That's tell awesome. Justin There'll to be yell moments at me, for sure. And I will <laughs> come on over. <laughs> okay, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank See you guys. You. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, it was uh, definitely really fun. Um, I don't care if it's AEW or WWE. Just go to a match if you haven't been to one before. What's okay. crazy? I actually never yeah, went to any any. There. I've never been to any live wrestling like as huge of a fan as I am. So I'm definitely one of those people that has to go. Come yeah. to SmackDown when it's here. Yeah, oh, like I now will. I want to see everything. Like it's so different. For sure. So so different. A lot of good All vibes right. the whole way. And right. you got to see a double cage match, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, we got lucky. We got spoiled for the first time. Yeah, before we get out of here, man, we're just going to discuss NBA free agency. There's been a lot of trades. Uh, there's been a lot of surprising moves. Um, but, yeah, we're going to uh, give just a few of our best and worst moves that we could think of. And off the top of my head, the Rudy Gobert trade makes absolutely no sense. So that is one of the worst Terrible. trades that I could ever think mm-hmm. of. I. When you watch Minnesota, yeah, nothing about that said, hey, you know what we need? A center that blocks shots and has no offensive game next to <laughs> Anthony Towns. But I did state last year, I don't know if I told any of you guys, but uh, I do know that the NBA is a copycat league. So if you look at a team like the Cavaliers when they were going with Jared Allen, uh, having Laurie at the uh, three, and then also having Evan Mobley, I think maybe that's what Minnesota's trying to do. The only thing is – Lori, uh, Evan Mobley, both of them can, like, shoot. So, I don't know if – it's just not going to work out with, with Gobert being able to do absolutely nothing but catch alley-oops. But maybe they know something that we don't. That was one of the worst moves that I, I can think of. Um, you know, whether it was the children. I loved it. You loved I, it. Well, it was so funny. I loved it. You're giving up four first-round picks for that? I can't not – I'm just cracking up. Great trade for Utah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Utah is a great, <laughs> great Utah, yeah. Um, I, I, I would like to take a half credit because uh, people thought when Kyrie was going back to Brooklyn that that meant that KD wasn't going nowhere. But then KD was like, ah, actually, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I still want to leave. So halfway there, halfway to Detroit, you know, over the next <laughs> week, hopefully we hear something. But uh, who knows? He wants to go to either Phoenix or – I think Denver would actually be a really excellent place for him to go. It was Phoenix uh, and Miami, the top top seeds in East and West, motherfucker. He's such a bitch. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call him all that. I love him in Detroit, right? Because that's yeah, that's that's why. Yeah, like I'm gonna hold off my slander until I find out where he goes. But 
Yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna hold off on that. Um, but yeah, Justin, we'll start with we'll start with you. Um, well, two things. First, I love PJ Tucker going to Philly. Like he's mm, still yes. top five lockdown defender in the NBA, and we don't know who's mm-hmm. going to be coming to Brooklyn. What I don't like is Philly continues to get these guys that are like great role players that didn't act surprised when they have nobody that can get a bucket once Joel and B shuts down. Like that's cool. <laughs> like you know, PJ can hit those corner threes, but like. Y'all need people that can put the ball in a basket. So right now, I, I don't see Philly. And Philly's another place where Kevin Durant could possibly go. But, like, they need bucket getters that can help out and beat. And this isn't a move that I think improve their team whatsoever. Yeah. And then um, under the radar, Dante DiVincenzo fits in Golden State really well. Like, he'll, he won't play a lot, yeah. but he just has to shoot threes. But that right. might also right. That's it. That's it. That's I all. I think he, he will play a lot. Yeah. I am. I am so tired of those. Of those <laughs> motherfuckers making these great moves and, and continuing to stack up. Just once you finally thought that they couldn't afford anybody, that it was gonna have to be this weak team. You get the alert, and it's like, damn, that makes sense. Like that's the perfect fit. He don't have no pressure. Yes. He's good on defense. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every year, these motherfuckers find a way, and the contract <laughs> he got is a steal. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I hate that well-run organization that just don't make no mistakes, man. God. Woo! Anywho, yeah, I'm going to just. My <laughs> last thing would be um, if the Kyrie for Westbrook trade happens, and then Brooklyn was like, no, we're not going to trade Durant. That's the forced KD and Westbrook reading in Brooklyn. That would be really funny. Yeah. I haven't heard that I, talked it, about yet. Yeah. That's such a funny trade. That's such a funny trade. I'll Uh Ky- Westbrook, K D and Ben Simmons, that's nasty. That's a hey, that poor rim. That poor rim. It's gonna be a lot of bricks. Oh, it's gonna be a lot of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Drew so Drew, I will let you uh go next and then we'll wrap with Gerard. But give us a, a few of your best and and most non- sensical or or moves that made no sense to you i'm a i'm just gonna address the elephant in the room uh valenny was talking it's on the mount rushmore already of uh, uh miles bridges what he did i mean that's like the worst thing ever before an nba free agency so that's stupid. awful drew stupid. drew can you do me a favor and do a flashback when you edit this and just go literally back to last week where i was saying miles would be a good fit but the the coming back home and like <laughs> I said I didn't want him here. I would love Miles Bridge. I guess that's what it comes down to. So like, okay, if we were to get Kevin Durant, that money probably is gone now. Where we couldn't aff- afford a Miles Bridges, but like, is it possible where Miles Bridges would be able to, or willing to come here and be like, all right, y'all got Kevin Durant, y'all got Sadiq Bay. I'm willing to just be you know another part of the group. I. Again, I don't think he'll be willing to take. No, I, I, I don't. I, I, I know he's trying to get paid. He would still get paid. <laughs> Some, bro, something about our podcast, our timing is impeccable. But Ugh. no, like I'm, I'm all for giving second chances and stuff. But after seeing, and again, I, I, I'm about to, you know, um, um, contradict myself here, but. It's supposed to be, you know, proven until innocent until proven guilty. But yeah. hey, that evidence that she that right. she put out there and the stuff you hate to stereotype. Well, we talk about stereotyping the kid you know, too. The the video, of the kid. That's that shit's what's it's brutal not, about it. All. It's not looking good. You talk that that in a dictionary when you look up fumble in the bag. 
we just need to have just <laughs> just Miles, just his picture right there because he was literally he probably would be a Detroit Piston right now and maxed out, and now he probably is out the, the league. And the day before it, free agency, that's crazy. It's man. crazy. It's just, um the uh the the best move that I like so far is Dejounte Murray going to the Hawks. I think ooh. him and Trey Young will be a great backcourt together. Um, I, Trey needed some help agree. back there because, like, all the rookies that they've got over the past few years haven't really panned out to what they thought would be. Um, what's his face? Right. Herder got moved too. I just forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he went to Ron Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, <laughs> and you know what though? Sacramento. That's a Sacramento good, is such a weird team. <laughs> that's such. A, that's a good one-two punch. But also, when you're able to bring Bogdan Bogdanovich off the bench, like one of those right. guys can play the three. That man, that's no Drew. To your point, and then Trey could play off ball a little bit. So, I mean, they gave up mm-hmm. a lot, but if you're going to give up somebody, and shout out to the San Antonio Spurs, who uh, Murray gave credit to in his press conference, where he stated, you know, at the end of the day, they didn't want him to go through a rebuild, and they wanted him to go to a team where he could win. So he said that they right. are family for life. So when you're a good organization, and it goes back to business, like mean what you say, say what you mean, and look out for people, man. Like karma's real. So. Because of that, there's going to be a lot of free agencies when they get back on top because they're the Spurs. So whether Pop's there, they always have a system or a formula. But, like, people are going to remember that and be like, you know what, let me go play for the Spurs because maybe I don't end up getting traded and finding out watching ESPN or watching TV or looking on Twitter. So just wanted to throw that in there. And then my last my last point about everything, it's a split decision. I hate Nerland's Noel, but I actually like Alec Burks. I think he could be a um, great piece off the bench for the Pistons. I do too. Bro, yeah. people people were like upset about that on Twitter and I'm literally messing with people like what is there to be upset about? Like Nerlens Noel is a rim protector, right. he's athletic. His biggest problem is staying healthy. Alec Burks, everywhere he goes, mm-hmm. he's a bucket getter. At some point, he's going to heat up. At worst mm-hmm. case, both of them are on the final year of their deal. Like, you can trade them later in the season if the Pistons right. end up being really good. They're good veterans to have like what is it? We got our our assets back from the uh the the trade that we did during the draft to get with Jaren Jaden no not Jaden Jalen to get Jalen like what like what pop, like okay we have <laughs> yeah. we yeah. have to eat we have to eat cap space this year okay like who is it out there that you guys really want to get like we still have a lot of cap space we have Kelly Olynyk we could trade you have Corey Joseph they're about to waive Kimball Walker like there's right. literally no negative to it unless like you said Drew you just dislike them as players but like. The Pistons are running right. into good problems to have. I think the, the the fan base is just so used to GMs that don't know what they're doing or used to being hurt. It's like, bro, sit back and trust them. Like, what has he done to this point that we can't trust? Like, just chill, relax. Like, it'll be okay. Um, the the my best one is Malcolm Brogdon going to the Celtics. They needed him during the finals. I thought that was perfect. Like, that. you you yeah, I thought that was perfect. <laughs> and they didn't have to give up much for him. If they had him during the finals, we'd probably be looking at a different champion right now. Bro, so Gerard, I love that. Um, Gerard didn't have to. They fucking swind. They fucking swindled him. They didn't give up shit. I'm I'm like, wait, <laughs> there's got to be a Wolves or a Sham Sweet coming through because this can't be all it took to get now, nah, bro. Like. They added him. They're going to get uh, Gallinari, like, and gave up no assets for yeah. real. So, they hey, they say we're running it back. Yeah. Run it back, Turbo. Gall- Gallo's a hit or miss to me, B. No, he is, but, like, he's going to be, like, the seventh or eighth man. So, it, like, it don't even matter. Yeah, all you need is shooting off the bench. Like, that's fine. Like, he's he'll, he's a rotation player. So, it, you don't expect a lot from him. So, But also, um, 
the Utah trade was stupid to me. I don't understand playing Gobert and Towns at the same time. Like, yeah, you could stretch uh, stretch Towns out outside, and he'll be like a stretch four. But still, there's no spacing. The best player on your team right now is Towns, but it's going to be Anthony Edwards, and you're pretty much mm-hmm. clouding up the uh, space spacing for him. So I didn't understand that. Sure. That was stupid. But I also am confused with Malik Monks going to the Sacramento Kings. It's a, I guess it's a good contract for him, nineteen million over two years. Like that's cool, but you just you you pretty much got back on the radar from how you play with the Lakers. I would have ran the bank up with somebody else. Yeah, I'm not going to the Kings. Like, no. so I don't understand that. And and the Kings, they're such a terribly ran organization because you got like twenty guards. Like yeah. everybody not gonna play. I don't understand giving out that money to him in particular. Like. If I'm a league months, I want a bigger role, so I don't understand going to the Kings when they already have two starting guards. And also, if I'm Sacramento, you don't need him. You know what I'm saying? You need wing players. Yes, right. you drafted Keegan Murray, but you still don't have a wing. Like, you still don't have threes. Like, it doesn't make sense. I don't understand what they're doing, but whatever. Oh, I was saying, Gerard, they got all those guards you mentioned, but they didn't get Ivy, and that's the key thing. Amen. Yeah. Hey man, Justin, what did you say? I just still can't believe they traded Tyrese Halliburton last year. Out of all the guards that they had on the <laughs> roster last year, that would have been the one that they I kept. wanted. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Sabonis. Yes, they oh, traded yeah. Halliburton, who's a better guard than probably everybody on that team except uh, uh, what's his Fox. name? Fox. Fox, except De'Aaron Fox. He's a better guard than everybody except De'Aaron Fox. But you wanted Sabonis that bad. That you trade Halliburton. That's stupid, man. I don't know what they were <laughs> yeah, doing. Like, I agree. It, the Kings are going to Kings. Um, but, yeah, we're, I mean, this, has been a, this has been a long episode. Um, I will be in Vegas still. I'm going to find a way. And my goal is, again, I'm going to be like a beat writer. I'm going to have uh, a mic. I'm going to find a way to get recordings. And I'm going to – I'm going to just shoot my shot, man. I'm going to find a way to interview, and, and I'm going to be loud. Hopefully, I'll be on TV. I'm going to make sure I'm repping my Pistons. I'm going to make sure I, I go to as many games as I can. But, you know, instead of trying to be like, oh, here's my podcast link or my business card, I'm going to just be like, hey, yo, you know, how do you think you did this game? Big D, how you feeling, you know, after dropping 30? You know, so if you have any Big questions D. you want me to try to ask any player – Cade is my goal. You know, I feel like I feel like a groupie that's trying to get chose. But listen, Cade is actually a super cool dude. I don't think you'll have to do that with him. I think he'll like he he's he's pretty down to earth. So I think if you run into mm-hmm. Cade, I think he'll be with it. So like, yeah, just mm-hmm. yeah, you'll be alright. I don't all know. Right. He didn't give me my jersey when I go into the game, so he's got a <laughs> sore spot in my book. But oh he didn't give you a jersey. <laughs> like, wait, Drew, Drew, you wanted him to come directly to you and, and take the jersey off and give it to you? We were sitting. <laughs> we were sitting courtside. We were sitting courtside right next to the bench, and right when they were all coming in, I was like, "Hey, can I get a jersey?" And he just kept walking. Just kept so, walking. So, Drew, I say this with a lot of love, but Drew, you are you are you are over thirty. There was kids. I'm sure there. <laughs> I, I'm no, glad we were he sitting didn't. courtside. We were right next to their bench. We so, were like, I, I was. Uh, Corey Joseph came up and gave us a, a dap and shit. So it sounds Maybe like he you. if you if you in K shoes, I'm sure he's like. These motherfuckers can can afford a jersey. I'm gonna look for Kia up top somewhere. No, they don't sell authentics there. I can't. That's the only place I could get a Pistons authentic is if I ask Cade for it. That's the it's problem. If you run into Cade, tell but. him that Drew got an issue with him. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I am. I, I will. AK, my boy Drew said. shit already. My boy Drew said he'll fuck with you because you ain't giving him a jersey. I got y'all. Don't worry about it. So if you're still listening, please send again. Be sure to that's comment, all, that's post. That's all we need. That's all we need. Just, just, just ask. Let me know what y'all want me to try to ask any player, and I'm gonna be posting on social media again. B Weezy underscore right. taught you and the U with actual letter um, on Twitter. You can follow me at B underscore man ten eighteen. Uh, fellas, if y'all want to give y'all social media while we rap, or if y'all want Drew to take you know from the past and just post it again. But yeah, again, we appreciate all the love and support. Please leave us reviews. Please tag us. Please promote us. Share our shit. If you're really loyal, like I say in the intro, tell your friends to tell their friends to listen to the goddamn podcast. But, fellas, before we wrap, anything y'all want to say, man? The uh, TikTok to follow is Hip Hop Senseis at Hip Hop Senseis. Thank you, Justin. Uh, Share the goddamn podcast. (laughs) Share the goddamn podcast. Post the goddamn podcast. Respond, Respond to the goddamn podcast. Anything. Amen. Amen. But yeah, that's this has been another episode. And again, man, y'all keep letting us know stuff y'all want to y'all want us to talk about, discuss, send us voice memos. But until the next time, this has been another episode of Two Hip Hop Senses and Casual. And y'all be easy. Why? Take care. Justin, we're gonna have to give you an outro because I don't I don't think you've ever did an outro. What do you what do you want your <laughs> outro to be? No pressure on a spot like your oh, wife. I, I didn't think I was I don't have it I no, I gotta think of something. I'll have to think about it. Gotta think know. of something. Not before we go. Yeah. Gotta give me something. Give me some peace. Toodles. The time is now. The time take is care. Now. I can't give a shout out to Drake and say take care. That would be can't do. It's give a shout out to Drake. Then let's go. Let's go. And that's a wrap. Thank you, oh Justin. Woo! Justin, why? Boy, why you do that? I cannot Justin? wait why? to edit that last. Why did you do that? Yes, sir. Two sensei's in a casual.